Hands off parenting. It's just hands off parenting. Put that down, don't touch that, stop it. Where's the line? Hi, welcome. This is Hands Off Parents, and I'm Abby. I'm Steph. And we have a very special guest with us today. This gentleman with us is a director, actor, um, this is Mr. John Harvey. Well, welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. Welcome, John. Um, we brought John on because he is a parent, like we all are, um, I think, most of us who listen to the show. Actually, you just listen. Yeah, I know, unless you just listen. Um, because you have nothing Maybe people either. listen to it as birth control. <laughs> I never want this to happen to me. Um, but so John is a dad who stays at home and is the primary caregiver of his two kids. So we thought that was kind of cool and not something that you see all the time, although maybe we'll be shocked. And of course, just to throw this out there, we did no look research None. on like statistics. So like None there might all. be more stay-at-home dads than stay-at-home moms now. And we're speaking like Stephanie is researching this as we speak. I, I might be googling something <laughs> yeah. right now, baby. So we want to talk about it. Like so, what? So give us a little bit of a like, I guess a history of what what like led you to this. Led you to this decision. Okay, well, uh, my wife is an assistant district attorney for Harris County, and so she has she is the wage earner for our family, and um, we had discussed well before because of uh, previous history with miscarriages and all those things, you know, where you think you're going to have a child and you have all those discussions, yeah, and then it doesn't happen. We had already had all the, those discussions about what we were going to do as a family. Wow. Uh-huh. And um, when we actually decided that we were going to try and have a child and we were going to start our family, um, we had, she was established in her work and we knew that that's, that's was the way that our family was going to be able to, to make right. its living. And so I was just, I've always, because I do theater, I've always been like an admin assistant or temps doing things just to kind of... You make money in theater? Yeah, not a lot. <laughs> Very shocking. Not a lot. But no, we had decided that she uh, was going to be the one who worked. And when we looked at childcare options, it's so expensive. To do something really good, you needed to have... A lot of money yeah and when we looked at the cost of that versus the income that I would be making it just made sense that I would stay home and we would save that money and then I would be the one to do it and that just kind of fell into place like yeah, you always yeah. knew you wanted to do it that yeah, way yeah yeah we knew that that's how we were gonna do it and there wasn't really any argument about it so that's yeah. that for us that was how we were gonna work and I worked up until I think I worked until Thanksgiving and my son was born November 6th Okay. So, and he's nine now. So ever since that Thanksgiving, I've pretty much been, I, I, we were actually her first, she stayed home for six weeks, I think. Uh-huh. And so we were actually like most of December, we were there together. And then she went back to work in January and I've been doing it since. And that's, she, that's, I mean, talk that's about awesome. That's, yeah. yeah that's it's amazing. really awesome. I feel like I needed like, um, I need two, I needed two years. For maternity leave. Yeah, I mean, so. it's, I mean, going back, I'm <laughs> just getting out of that. Yeah. Well, and, and there's a, there's a, I mean, there's a lot of issues with that. Like she does, you know, she sometimes feels like when we talk after the kids have gone to bed, where she feels like she hasn't been the mom she needed to be. Yeah. She's missed. Does she feel like yeah, she's missing she, out? On yeah. Things? Because I see the first steps. I, I got the yeah. first words. I got that stuff that. Because I stayed home, that was wonderful for me to be able to see all of that. You know, that's that's kind of the bill we signed to, right. to do what we do. I have a question about that. Um, although, first, I want to read you the statistics on stay-at-home dads. Please that do. I was prepared for when we started this. <laughs> um, so it says, last year, in 2015, 1.9 million fathers remained at home with their kids, which is 16% of, of, parents, of, of stay-at-home parent right. population. But it's also interesting to note that by state, Texas is very low with stay-at-home dads, which I don't think is surprising, surprising. but only it seems like 10% are stay-at-home dads in Texas. In South Dakota, you've got 40%. I don't know what's going on in South Dakota, but... Wow. Anyway, my question is, um, do you feel like you are like the parent who has to do the disciplining? Like, does your wife get home and like get to like party? There are times that I feel that way, 
for instance, this last week because she was working on a on a case where she had to work very late, and we literally like I would do everything I because when they get home from school, I do the homework with them, I make them take their baths, I, I get them in pajamas, I feed them. So like you're, I mean, you're basically doing tradition. I mean. Yeah, like, you're doing women. Yeah. You're doing women's work. It's work. I can tell you it's work. Yeah, it, yeah, it's uh, work, yeah. But, but then, because she was getting home, we're like, okay, at 8 o'clock, because they have to read, uh, they have a reading log for school, so she would try to get home at 8 o'clock, and I, it would literally be just passing the baton, and I would be like, here's their water, here's their books, and she would grab them as she came in and go up and read the stories wow, to them. Right. So for that, you know, that is kind of the fun time, and they, they like to cuddle with her, and, and that's, a, that's a special tradition, you know, that I never read with them. She's always the one to read with them, mm-hmm. so that we, we have that kind of stuff. But I am kind of, I, I'm, I'm kind of the sour puss that's always, like, telling them to stop doing things. Yeah. And what have I said, you know? Right. And she's like, she's like, just let them, I don't want to hear, you know, yeah, I don't want the commotion. Like, just let them be. Right. And I'm like, yeah, but I've told them right. 27 times that they can't <laughs> right. do this and they can't <laughs> do this. Well, because, yeah, it's like, it must be, like, that's her quality time. She doesn't want to sour it with, like, fighting. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like. But with you, it's like, I've been dealing with this shit all fucking day. Yeah, and I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to, to regiment, and I'm, like, I'm trying really hard to, like, be the good parent, right. you know? Yeah. Just disciplining and structure yeah. and routine yeah. and all that. The stuff that they say is good for your kids and sucks for us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially. So was it, so this is going to be, like, a, so I, okay. All right. Back, all my, right. back myself up here. I was home for maybe four months, but I was able to work from home. So it's like half work, half being. But I just found that time to be very lonely as a mom, like with new kids. So you've got this, like you have this new baby, like, and it was you though. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, how, I mean, I felt like at least I had some other moms that could kind of understand what I was going through and Steph was a new mom. So we kind of could share that. Was that like a like? Was have there been like lonely times where you were like, yeah, there are. Then go to the mall or something. <laughs> no, there are. There, I've always been a bit of a hermit, so it's not been that big of a of a difference. But it, it's. Uh, I can tell you that there's a lot of times where I'm like, I just want to talk to an adult. Yeah. yeah. Like I just I don't want to like talk about Legos. I don't want to talk <laughs> about Yo Gabba Gabba. I want to. I, you know, I want to like talk about <laughs> I just what, happened, in <laughs> what happened in baseball or, or right. what the Rockets did last night, you know, and there, there's really not, um, with the internet, you know, that kind of helps because you can like with Facebook or whatever, yeah. you can have some kind of interaction. Right. And I, I probably tend to like over post right. <laughs> as a, as a, like, because that's what my, are you guys way, doing? Of, What's that's my doing? way of like reaching out it's to your the office. world. It's yeah. like your office environment. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. It, it's, uh. One thing that I discovered is that because uh, I, I had uh, at the time my kids were born a PS3 and I, I would play, uh, there is a surprising amount of stay-at-home dads that like are there the, they call them clans or whatever the the guys that get together and they'll play video games and in real in the real world or like virtually no, like like well because like now you can plug in and, yeah, yeah and you can okay. and you can talk on on your headset not like hey everyone come, come to my yeah, house yeah no that that, that doesn't happen fun. we yeah. there there i have had i do have a friend that he's he's moved since then but uh, he, he would come over and bring his kids mm-hmm. and and we would play games like that but uh, it, it's it's interesting you get on and you 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 know, because the typical person who plays games plays games like in the evening, like after they've come home from work. Right. Where stay-at-home dads, like our quiet time is usually at like eight or nine in the right. morning. Right. And so we're on with a bunch of people in London that are that are playing, and and we just all kind of you kind of fall into the same groups, and you're like, oh yeah, I'm a stay-at-home dad, or you're playing and you're in the middle of Destiny, and you can hear a, a baby cry yeah, in the background. Yeah. You're like, hey, you're another stay-at-home dad. That's I love that. And That's it, awesome. so it, there is community. like yeah, there yeah. is community of. of those and and I would say thirty percent of the people like on your little friends list that I have are probably stay at home dads. Did you find that when your kids did they go to preschool? Uh, they did. They went to uh, St. Matthew's. The oh the yeah, church yeah yeah the church down on Shepherd. Yes. Uh, we also had a, an interesting little side note because my son is on the autism spectrum. 
um, the Episcopal school that's mm-hmm. further down here on 43rd, they had, they had like a preschool. I don't know whether it exists anymore, but they actually had him in for us. We started him in a summer program mm-hmm. and they had a lot of fun and it was, it, the summer program wasn't like a school so much as it was just kind of like a fun thing for the right. kids to do. But when the actual school started, um, he, they, they called us in and we had to have a meeting on, the, on those like little kid chairs uh-huh. in one of those <laughs> rooms where we got called <laughs> in, you know, by the head of the school and they're like, they're like, he can't. Oh. And, and he can't, they he can't, can't they wouldn't take him anymore. What? And, and That's we, terrible and, shit. And we, we were. How old was he? Uh. Or four. Oh my gosh! I mean, because he he just he was too scattered for them to to want to deal with, and it was it was heartbreaking. And yeah. we're taking this news sitting on little chairs, you know. What are you saying? Yeah, I we just packed up and walked away, and there was some crying. But that's and, even, yeah, like well, like and thank God, like you had the ability to like take him home, not yeah. like take, but like and have the time to watch him. Like yeah. if you were both working, what like what done? the hell would you have done? Yeah, I don't no, even understand. That's, and we had because he was already doing some preschool uh, speech therapy at Stevens. One of their people knew a person at St. Matthews, and they were able. You know, it was just that kind of community of like yeah. I know the person who knows Sarah a person who knows yeah. yeah and we were able to get them in there and uh and then they had like all of their both of my kids all of their preschool was there and so they started was... at three your kids yeah. Yeah. yeah so from zero to three you took care of them yeah every yeah. day yeah every hour yep formula right. yeah I was gonna say like formula and all that yeah and when my wife was working uh there were nights because my daughter was not a sleeper she was a screamer and she would like just she did not work on a regular schedule and she wanted to be up at 3 a.m. and she wanted to let everyone know it. Yeah. And I would have to get her and, you know, and, and just go to the other side of the house. And right. Trying. Cause the stay at home parent is the one that has to get up in the middle of the night. Yeah. 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 So, um, when they went to school, were you just like, fuck yes. It was, <laughs> yeah. it was, was it crazy. It was, it wasn't so much when the first one went because I still had one yeah, to kind of take care like of. Yeah, and like in diapers too. When the second one went, I really didn't know what to do. That yeah, was like, was there an empty nest? I mean, it's like not full empty nest, but like a little bit of an empty nest going on. Yeah, it, there was. I I started like being able to have time to like do theater again because I had to kind of like walk away from it for a while yeah. to to deal with just being constantly involved with the kids and then once they were both there then because uh, you've talked previously about different schools I, I started helping out with Stevens which is the school that my kids went to and I, I became very involved in like helping make the school a better place for the kids and uh, when I had free time that's kind of uh, that's where I diverted all my time to and uh, for instance this Friday at my kids new school I I I was there in the morning to do a ribbon cutting on a playset. I was there in the afternoon <laughs> to do a PTO, and then I was there after school to do the talent show auditions. <laughs> you're like the to, you're the PTO. Yeah, yeah, you're the PTO. But do you feel like you are like a lone man in a sea other of ladies, or are there other dads, moms? I am usually the only dad there. Um, it, it's it's interesting. There there are. They are not used to having guys around. Yeah. And and then when I'm around and I I offer up ideas and sometimes they're like, yeah, it's so nice to have like new blood around because they, like I just offer up ideas like they want to like scratch. They have all these like carnival games that they just want to throw out and like start new. And I'm like, no, we can probably like. They're like, you can fix we can things fix with this like, and like that? repaint it, and it's and we can that? save some money here and and we can do rehab things. things. Yeah, so it's, uh, but yeah, it's, I've, I, and I, when I worked with Stevens, I, I kind of was like a lone wolf PTO. Like, I didn't even really, like, run in the circle of the PTO. I would, I would go out and fundraise on my own and go to businesses and shake hands and say, hey, you know, how can you help out Stevens? And, yeah. and, and that's actually how I met a lot of the people in Oak Forest that I that know today. So, like, as a mom, we find that moms are either awesome and accepting or, like, 
crappy and judgmental. judgmental. Like, have you found this in, in the your home dad yeah. community? Yeah, is there a similar, or do you guys not deal with that shit? I don't think we deal with that. Yeah. That's I, I like like talking about. I, I there's no. There's no daddy shaming. Yeah, no, there's there's not because I would say for the most part we all wished we were a little more together because I feel I don't ever feel like I have it down. Like I always feel rough around the edges, and I always you know right. like like I blindly get up at six thirty in the morning and I get my wife's coffee ready and I set out the kids' food and I like do all that and it's like I, I could be a zombie. Like I I don't even have to think about it anymore. Right. I just yeah. you know, and, and it's uh getting that stuff done. But then once as long as I can get everybody out and and the day starts, I then I can start like doing my thing. Doing your yeah. own thing. Yeah. yeah. And do you find it's easier to do your own thing when your kids are a little bit older? It is definitely a different feeling than when they were younger. Um, I used to run by the nap schedule. Like I, you know, like oh, right. I, I was like yeah. at two o'clock, I can put them down and then I have to do this, 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 right, this, this, this right. before they wake up. And now I know that like I can get up in the morning and as soon as I get them out, like if I if I need to one day I can just go back to bed, yeah. you know, right. and I can oh and and I can like we talked about that. Yeah. I can take a nap. Uh, I am strangely addicted to way too many TV shows. Oh, that's not strange. Like, the, the, we are TV holics. Yeah, like, you know, like, and, and I'm I just don't watch them at night. You know, like I get my girlfriend black during the day. I get my Americans during the day. Like I can I can do that. And you watch your stories during the day. Yes, yeah. I do. <laughs> it's. Uh, it's uh it that's the biggest thing that i've noticed but then you know once it starts getting noon like then i have to start getting the machine ready to go to that's get so the kids and, yeah it, like, and now they're doing like probably activities and stuff so it's like a different a whole different yeah. not like the preschool stuff now it's like sports or whatever your kids do yeah lego camp mostly lego lego, camp. I think crazy <laughs> crazy lego camp. this is an amazing term you just used the machine yeah i'm really that is can you talk about that like what what does the machine have to do like what 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 do you feel like if you start at noon your kids don't get out till i assume three yeah like, what, what are you cranking out there uh well i you know you've got to like everything because i i've learned to not let like things like They'll, the kids will get up in the morning and there'll be a robe in the middle of the floor right, right. and there'll be clothes There's over here. And, yeah. yeah. And so the, the, the beginning of the machine is like starting to like, you know, get the laundry in, get, yeah. get all of that stuff clean so that like when I, I, my goal is to make sure that when they get, when they come home, I pick them up from the bus and they, and we get home that we can start doing homework. You know, right. like I have, I have spelling with my son and now I have spelling with my daughter and then my son also has like his his English and his math homework that, that we do. And uh, you spread it out during the week. Like I know how much I'm going to make them do each day. Uh, I, kn I know like, okay, you know, we had to clean our room so he can't like have a snack after school until his room is clean. And I start, you know, you just start like organizing like how yeah. everything wow. is going to, to play out. That is and so then stressful. I'm like I'm drinking more after listening to you. <laughs> but you, but, so but you, it sounds, but it's also like sounds it like that's just how, that's how I like try, it, you no. know, like and I, maybe I just like maybe it's the theater person in yeah. me. You have trying, to gain control. Like, Q10 over, go. Right. Or Q <laughs> <laughs> homework go. Spelling. <laughs> Four to five. I love that. But you know that's that's yeah. how that's just how like I for me that's how I like make sure it's done and then. Everything, if, if I've got them doing their homework, like, I can actually see the news. Like, that's a big thing for me to, like, try and stay up on what's going on, what's going on outside. You, so, like, I you, really need to see the nightly news, right. you know, and that's, that's Parents, my center. Be, like, you get so involved in your kids' lives mm -hmm. that you are, like, I'm just talking about Lego. And then I meet new people and, you know, I'm talking about Lego with them and you're, like... I need to, how do you like take yourself out of that position? Mm -hmm. That's not who I am. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, I think that there's something that's very um, not um, nurturing sounding about the word machine. Like, yeah. that well, I think a lot but... of modern parenting is about. Yeah. I, I don't think that's, I think that this is why everybody feels so overstressed, is because 
there is so much to do. And the fact that, like, your kids can't get home and, like, have a snack and go run and play outside. They have to, like, start spelling and start... This is something we talked to Tamri about, too. I mean, this whole psychotic school stuff that we just finished talking about last week just sounds like it sucks a lot of, of time out of a family's day. I don't know. It just seems like it's overkill. But it also feels like you're there's, like, this pressure to make your kids do all these things right like and especially at that age I feel like we're, the age that your kids are at is like right where it hits like right that eight nine ten where it's like you get home you have to do homework but like then you also have to go to soccer and you also have to go to Lego camp or whatever it is and Lego camp sounds like a lot of fun Play not practice. like soccer which doesn't sound like fun to me <laughs> but we it's being scheduled I yeah guess. the over scheduling but yeah. is that like a pressure from other families or is that like a pressure that you feel like of yourself or like i put a lot of it on myself especially with my son because i know that he has a tougher time because of the the spectrum uh-huh. and i want to i want to make sure i don't want people to treat him easier because they think he can't you know i want to i want to push him enough that that he can survive outside of our bubble, right. if that makes right. sense. And yeah. I, so that's that's a lot. But it's interesting the nurturing thing. Like I hadn't thought about it that way, but that it, I it hadn't is either until you said that. Uh, but I do. I like. I am silly with the kids in a way that my my wife is very intellectual and exact, mm-hmm. and the theater in me, like I sing and dance and. I'm a general goof off for them right. on a regular basis. Right. And, and like I like when when they can't spell a word, like I'll make up songs to help right. them like remember how to right. So like that's that's sort of where I get my nurturing yeah. in with yeah. them. If that of course. Helps. Yeah. Well, and I, I so when I said that, I didn't mean to suggest no. that you aren't nurturing or that any other parent was. I just think it's this societal issue that I hear and read about all the time. That it's the overscheduled kid, yeah, and the yeah, you know yeah. that what is this doing to to our kids? You know, our kids are so little. Like right now, Iris is with her grandma, so she's not here, which is why we've been able to have a full conversation. <laughs> she's not fucking losing her mind, um, but they're like running around, playing, you know, exploring their environment. And as little kids that aren't in school, it seems like like I'm not faulting parents. I'm like faulting education. <laughs> It's like what it, I'm I can tell you because yeah. third grade is my son this year, and this is the first year of the star. Yes, ah, we've been talking. We talked yeah, about that last week. We've been talking about and that. They actually give a practice star like a month before they give the star, and you want to talk about like winding kids up, and that's anxiety is a yeah, big issue for us in particular with yeah. our son. Right, and you know they're like. They're sending home homework to do over the weekend, the the, the practice math, and then they the practice math, and then okay, we're gonna take a practice test, oh, God. and then after the practice test, then they like get the results and they start like figuring out what the kids need to work on to help them, and and in my cons in my son's case, he's always like behind a little bit, and so he has extra stuff that he has to do, so we had to like do extra math, and then because we're doing that, then we as, as parents, we then are like, okay, well, we have to take them to Splashtown. Or we have to take yeah, them to the museum. Have to, right, we we have to fun. go buy more Legos. Right. You know, yeah. We have to go to the Lego store and buy more <laughs> yeah. Legos to, right. to help supplement that pressure Stress. that we feel that yeah. he's being yeah. placed under. So um, I want to take a short break. Um, but when we come back, I would love to talk more about your son and how it's been dealing with that issue with your kid. And I think a lot of families are in that boat. And yeah. um, so when we get back, we will talk a little bit about the I'll be happy to talk to that. And that too. We'll talk you know, about that. Like yeah. that. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Okay, we're back. We are back. Um, in the break. Stephanie and John got really awesome text messages from their spouses because they're not here yeah. with us today. Our kids and our spouses are yes. here. Yes. So our spouses are updating us. Yep. Um, so let's share those. Okay. Okay. Um, guest, would you like to go first? <laughs> sure. Um, so this is, uh, I received this. So Gabriel, this is our, our neighbor's son who is the same age as my son 
is here, and they are screaming like banshees. Fuck my life. <laughs> I send back a smile. Uh, of she's. She then says, I literally just kicked them outside, could not take it any longer. <laughs> Our children don't behave like that on their own. <laughs> Moments later, so they went next door, and the dog there bit June, my daughter, on the ass. In case I forget to tell you, she has a big old bruise. And I responded, ha. Ah. <laughs> just similar to a smiley face. Yeah. A little more condescending. Yes. That, that is... Uh, that's that what is... you've missed while you've been gone. <laughs> yeah. I love that she threw in the fuck my life. Yes. This is just sort of like a general theme. Um, okay, so my daughter and husband and mother-in-law tried to go see a movie at a movie theater because Iris is constantly talking about... We went to Zootopia, and, like, it was this great moment. She's just a movie theater, movie theater. So they went. Mike texts me, fail, with about 18 L's on the end. So I say, shit, what happened? He said, had to bail. Came in during the Ghostbusters trailer with Slimer attacking Melissa McCarthy. I say, fuck, so sorry. Where are you? Could you get a refund? <laughs> of course that's what you This asked. is my <laughs> most pressing concern. Because that's like $30. That's or at least a money. gift card yeah. to like see a movie that's in a the lot. future. He said, thank God, home, yeah, got a refund minus concessions, watching Frozen. Which is a good way to so. end the day. Yeah, uh, so taking a journey to the movie theater to come home and just, and watch Frozen. This is this is the point. Nothing goes according to plan. No, never, never, never ever, ever does. Never does. Um, and I feel like you were talking about feeling like you never have it totally together. I think that Abby and I feel that way all the time, which is why we are bonded together uh, for eternity now. Um, <laughs> and like, I I feel like the moms. Maybe there's dads. I feel like. Like you said, it's rarer. But the moms who, like, have to have everything go according to plan and be perfect and all that, like, it must be hard. Because, like, I give myself some slack. I'm just like, it's not going to go right. I know it's not going to yeah. go right. In life in general, I think, and I think this happened after I had kids, that I decided that things are going to just be a mess. Always. And it's fine. Like, you can't always be 100%. You can't, I, actually, you can't always be 85%. No. I think if I make it to like 80% on a day, I'm like, wow, like, you won. Oh God, I so really won. won. Yeah, I really won. Mike came up last Sunday night and like had this look on his face like he had won some sort of award. Uh-huh. And I was like, what, what is his face? He's like, we did it. We did it. <laughs> the bottom floor is clean. It's the first time in history that at the end of a weekend, the house is clean. And my daughter's that's almost two and a half. So, like, it's just, you know, and I was like, man, that that's incredible. We really worked hard today. Yeah. <laughs> we deserve things. <laughs> Absolutely. But I think this is a nice segue, if it you is. will. It is. Into, like, things not going how things you, not going how you thought it would be. And, like, your children not going how you, not plan, but, like anticipate or in the or, movie in your mind yeah the movie in your mind I, I dealt with a lot of that with iris's hearing loss like i had a vision of how it would be and it was not that way at all because the first year of her life was colored with lots of hospital appointments and you know we were just in the medical center a lot and dealing with things i didn't that were a sentence in my parenting book yeah mm-hmm. before i had like, her and this might happen btw right and it's so rare that it won't you know and let's get back to talking about poop and breastfeeding yeah. um so i guess i'm really curious to know how was how this experience for you guys with your son and did you see things that you felt were warning signs were you afraid or and at what nervous? point I was not concerned. I guess I didn't know what I was supposed to be looking for while my wife was studying every book constantly and trying to stay on top of it. She became very concerned that he didn't quite talk or wasn't as verbal as kids are supposed to be. And he a, was your first, so it wasn't yes. like you had a comparison. And he was a boy. And right. boys, you know, sometimes just aren't um so we when we did the um when my wife first was was paying attention to this and she she's like i think there's you know i think there's something with the fact that he's not talking and how and, old was he here uh this was two ish he he wasn't really like using a lot of words and the words he used were very like exact it was like want 
juice. Okay. It wasn't. It wasn't like I would like a juice, please. Right, it was right. want juice, want TV, want bath. Right. That, that's kind of, and as as he's grown and we've ended up having like ARD meetings and discussions about about where he's at on the spectrum, we've discovered that that's kind of that's the basis of where he is now. Where he won't he'll instead he won't say like the Volkswagen is aquamarine and parked in the driveway. He'll just say the car is blue. Right. You, right. you know, and and in in his speech skills, he just doesn't know how to um, write flowery language around. He right. just he like Gets for to him. The point. Yeah, he just yeah. is very much to the point. And it's not a a sign that he's not intelligent. He's right. he he's super quick once he knows how to do something and and he can kind of see the path of how he's supposed to do it. He's very good and intelligent and he just doesn't quite do things the way other kids. Right. Um, and I, I was saying he's not, you know, when you look at him, he's not Rain Man by any means right. on the autism spectrum. Um, counting cars. Yeah, he's, he's, he probably could, like if you <laughs> right. taught him to, he right. probably Maybe would be very you good take at him it. to Vegas. <laughs> uh, but he is, he's definitely a kid that like, if you had a room full of kids, you would see that one kid maybe like, while the rest of them were sitting around like playing with blocks or something, he might be the one that kind of wandered off and kind of went to the beat of his own drum. Yeah. And and when I was younger, you know, that was just the quirky kid, the the not quite right kid or, yeah. or whatever. But with him, like they see that and they're like, Yes, this is part this of is you know, this is yeah, this is this is how we know he is this, 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 and this. And we we do I think we do three different ARDs during the year. What's an ARD? Yeah, yeah, what's an ARD? The, the ARD is, um, I, I don't know exactly what the what the language of it, it, it represents something. It's, uh, it's an acronym yeah. for... Uh, I love that I'm a teacher and I literally do not know and I've sat in on so many ARD meetings. Really? Yes. I've never heard this term before. Yes. Well, if, if you if you have a child, is it is it all disabilities? It's not just autism. I think it's it's everything. So it's, like, it's, it's, Iris, Iris will have one. It's yeah. how you can how you can assist the child in school, like who has additional needs. Yeah. What oh, okay. what can we do to help? assist him to do his best to, to do the best that he can so okay, kids, kids okay. get like certain modifications um so like iris will sit in the front row she might use an fm system she okay. like we will need to say the teacher needs to look at her when she's teaching so there's these things that you can do as a teacher to support the kids learning and at the beginning of the school year we get a file with all of our accommodations for the year that will have to be signed off on and you have to show that you are um you know some kids get additional time some kids yeah, yeah. for instance on the, like on the yes. star testing my son took the same test that every other child took in third grade but because of his circumstances he took his test in a room by himself with just a person yeah. that was sitting there gotcha with him, they weren't assisting him take the test, but they would help keep him focused. They would make sure that he got extra breaks yeah. so that he could go yeah. walk off some energy, come back, and and actually give the most focus to the test yeah. so that the, he could. The idea is that, like in the old days, they had different classrooms. Yeah, they but now put you in. now school is inclusive. Yeah, and so every kid is going to get the same education. It's just how they get there is going to be a little bit different depending yeah. on. Yeah. And in because I teach at in at the college level, we have that as well. I mean, it's like you you get a notification from disability services. The student is you know needs more time on their test or whatever the case mm -hmm. may be. Um, and interestingly, they just added pregnancy to this list. So if really? you are a pregnant person, you are considered disabled. You get more bathroom, bathroom breaks. Yes, we yeah, do. The hormones make you a little flighty. It's true. Therefore, but, you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know from being a pregnant person, like, I forgot to do my test. Well, I get it. I forgot to. You were a student of mine. So, <laughs> um, my question is. Um, at what, so you said like around, like your wife was cute. I've like, this is our biggest fear as parents, mm. my husband and I. Like, and we have been afraid of this since like the get go. There yeah. are very little other, th th there are very few other things that like we've been like, 
I'm not worried that they're going to be X, Y, or Z, but like we're worried that they're going to be on the spectrum itself because whatever fear has been implanted in us that like I think at 18 months or or like even younger it was like if you pulled their legs I feel like we were saying this on another show if you like pulled their legs and their head flopped right versus left or something it meant like they were on the spectrum like it sounds very like archaic to do that but how is how scary was this when you found out it's it's a huge unknown and you don't really like understand especially because it's so technical and everything is being like pages of stuff is being thrown your direction and you and you kind of like don't like know what's yeah. being sent your way um honestly you like you're drowning a yeah, bit. yeah honestly at this point i'm glad my kid's not like other kids. Yeah, you yes. know like i really I, yeah. I like that he's an individual totally. that thinks a different way and that's people are going to see that and we and we tell him that all the time people are going to see that as a benefit someday Amen, brother. Yeah. that 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 he's he doesn't quite see things the way other people do and that's going to that's what makes him special I, I and, love that. I love yeah. that. That's how we feel the same way. We're like we were always like, thank God Iris had hearing loss because at two she was speaking on a three year old level yeah. because she did speech therapy starting at six weeks old. But you have to, I think, as a parent with a kid who has additional needs, you have to see it that way. I mean, um, and it's interesting because that fear that you that you talked about, on the other side of it, there's something in me, and I don't know if you feel this way, that kind of cringes a little bit when I hear that because the fear part yeah like when people are like I'm so scared of this because on our side of it it's like well yeah we've we're in the belly of the beast and it's not so bad yeah you know you adjust to what your circumstances are sure sure we always go back the when we were you know when you first go to the pregnancy classes it's it's not like doing the Lamaze thing, but it's it's like you know you you realize you go to the class where like okay this is how you like put a diaper on a baby yeah. this right. is <laughs> this is where you do this the 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 head nurse for my wife's doctor she's when they were talking about all this like how do you raise a kid how do you do this how do you you like what do you need to like what books do you buy what and and my wife being the analytical one she was like I gotta read all every up in that. <laughs> <laughs> and and the, and the nurse looked at us and she's like, you know, you're going to hear a lot of things from a lot of people. What works for you is what's going to work. Yeah. And and that's always been like that's kind of like stayed burned in the back of my brain that like what whatever comes up, what works for us is what works for us yeah. and it if somebody like doesn't approve of it or doesn't like think that we're doing things the right way right. or we should be sending him to more yeah. lessons or whatever yeah. that, that what works for us like we don't have a problem right now so we're we're yeah. moving forward I with mean, him that's, and that's that's our parenting philosophy yeah what works that's, for you yeah, what works it's for your fine. kid and, and, and but it's just yeah. like the idea of, and I know we've talked about this and and so this is I'm I'm going to sound contrary to all the things that we've said before it's like just the like as a parent like it just it's heartbreaking in a sense to feel like my kid is not gonna be I don't know the best the best they're the best that they can be which is awesome and the best but like you have this like vision in your head and again like the movie in your mind right it never 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 pans pans out out. that way yeah yes and there's all these doctor's appointments when your kids are little where they're going you have to check those things like we always talk about the Cheerio in the jar like or the bottle yeah yeah like you're like like, can your kid get a Cheerio in the bottle and you're like why the fuck would I put a Cheerio in a bottle why would I know that my kid can do that but you're constantly being reminded that your kid is not or is either advanced or not advanced or yeah you know and our pediatrician I remember said and it's my favorite thing he said that your kid is your best piece of data you can read right. all the books in the world, yeah. But what, like you said, whatever works for you is what works for you, yeah. Um, but have you guys had that feeling, like Abby's talking yeah. about, like yeah. that fear of? Well, I could say because, and it's partially the nature of my wife's profession, where she deals with people who are sometimes mentally unstable, right, right. and have oh, had sure. wrong turns in their lives. That she constantly, she's like, my kid can't be that kid you know yeah, like it can't kid. be that 16 year old that i had to send to jail today right you know so that's like, a totally and different that's, perspective on and it. that for her that's that's like that really gets to her yeah 
because she, you know, she, and that's how that fear manifests itself with her is that she just doesn't want, you know, like she has this fear that she's going to make some mistake that is going to be the mistake that sends him a different way. Yeah, and I would imagine like prior to, well, this, I, I wouldn't imagine, I would assume that prior to a lot of these like diagnoses of kids with this issue like these kids didn't they people didn't know how to deal with them and so that's maybe why a lot yeah. of them went south or whatever into, into, prison, into prison system because they just weren't being treated the way they should have been treated do, do you think that like parents are the greatest predictor do they tell you guys this they tell us this like parents are the greatest predictor of your kids success when there is some issue going on like those kids that your wife is prosecuting, I wonder, like, how involved are their families? Like, you are clearly mm-hmm. an incredibly Super loving involved. family. Yeah. Very involved. Like, you have what works for you. And so your son is obviously going to be okay because mm-hmm. he has a really intensely loving umbrella over yeah. him. Yeah. Do you think that that makes a difference on, on kids that are in, on the spectrum mm-hmm. or not? I... I would hope so. Right. I mean, you can't, you can't like, because if you have that fear that it's just going to happen no matter what, then it's tough to always go back. Because there are bad days. There are days where like where he can just push the right buttons that you're like, oh, I just like trade, you know, tag me out of the right. ring because yeah. I cannot do this. And the the bad day, like we talk a lot about bad days, right? Like the bad days that we have. But like, no, no. What what is it? What is it? Feel bad even saying that. What is a bad, a, what is a bad, bad day, day feel like? Like when he like, what does that day look like for you? When it's like killing you. He can just his emotions go from zero to a hundred on a dime, and. If a series of things go wrong, he sort of gets on that roller coaster that is really, mm-hmm. you've got to, you just, hey, buddy, you got to stop, take a breath, you know, yeah. it's all right, like, let's walk away from it for a little bit, let's, you know, let's try, and he just, like, he'll just work himself up and mm-hmm. continue, like, there, there's nothing there to accelerate it but himself. Right, And he right. kind of gets caught in a loop that he just winds himself up and then you're and you just you know and then and then you have to be like okay you know if you can't do this and we can't do dessert and then that's the wrong thing to say because right. dessert then that it's like, like no. and you can't really like no matter what you say you can't it, talk them off the yeah and, and so you just have to like you know you just have to like there. really calm down and and try to not you know you have to let him kind of work it out have you, own. like, is this a strategy that you guys have just found works for him, or have you read about it, or were you told by a doctor? Like, because I feel like I would flip my lid. Like, they get upset about, it's like, throwing me. peas yeah. on the floor, and I, talking. like, sometimes have to, like, cry and walk away. And it sounds like toddler. Thing. It sounds like toddler behavior. Yeah. yeah. That just doesn't end. Which but is yeah. so frustrating. Yeah. It, I, I would say that my wife has probably done... A ton more research than I have. Uh-huh. I have always been kind of like the captain on the rocky seas, like just trying right. to, like trying. <laughs> the uh, yeah, I'll try one thing, and if it doesn't work, work. Yeah. I'll go try yeah. this strategy. And I, we both get the the right result at the end. Mine sometimes works very quickly, and sometimes mine works very slowly. Right. Uh, she's just a very like a you know she like always goes to the like calm voice like take a breath you know walk away yeah be cool it's just be cool you sound yeah. like you compliment each other yes really yeah no we, we like. are we are which is awesome. other than the fact that we work very blue we are the the, the same yeah. there's a lawyer and a theater person cursing yeah right. <laughs> yeah it's yeah. yeah, well, very great. theatrical what, what a great. good mix yeah that yeah. sounds like a really We're good mix the same. so have you found that he is able to adapt to the the you know the modifications that you've given him and are they helping and i know you guys moved school districts recently and you suggested that that was helpful i yeah i think that the the district we're in now they they their ards the ards that we were at before was just a couple people like his teacher and maybe the principal and they were like this is you know he's on a good path we're and and and, like and then we went to our first ARD at the other district, which is the Klein School District, and they 
they had both of his teachers, a special education teacher, yeah. the head of the special education for the district, the principal, wow. and 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 the we, principal. yeah, and we wow. we had all of, you know, and they 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 brought a lot of things to the table. Like he rocked in his chair a lot, yeah. which was uh, an issue in class. And they they suggested they have like these seats now. Have you seen them that have the yoga balls? Yes. No, I want yeah. one of these yes. seats. They it's have these. Seat it's it's the like ball? a chair that like the yoga ball like sits down in, and the kid can kind of like what? be. Trend. Yeah. Yeah. So they. Is he it can, good for your abs? <laughs> I don't then know. About I'm that. into rock hard kid abs. <laughs> yeah, he's nine, and I, I was gonna say he's he's. He's not pretty rich. He's, he's a string bean. So it's, <laughs> pretty rich. Um, but that's, you know, like they have that. They have. Um, we were suggested those. Have you seen the the light shields? No. They're like they're. It's it's like theatrical gel on magnets that you can put over fluorescent lights so that it, it, the fluorescent it's light less is just like harsh. That. Oh, interesting. So they use those. They or? use those in the classroom. What? So yeah. like they put the so. Are there other kids that have that? No, they, need? they, it, it, this, and this is a, a whole side issue over whether, because the teachers really knew like what things they could get into their classroom because they had Nile. Right, right. And it was like, it opened like a little box, a little treasure box that they could like get things for their classroom okay. because of him. Um, huh. but do, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, now we can get fun. Yeah, now we this. can get this and yeah. this and this and this because it's for Nile. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> And uh, she, her, the science teacher suggested it, and we researched them, and we bought the first four-pack, uh-huh. and my wife saved two of them for her office because she thought that her lights were... Yeah. Like, so she put them in her office. Nobody wants fluorescent lights. And then we had the two left over, and so we sent them with him. They put them up, and they liked them so much that now the entire classroom has them. Oh, so, wow. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, what, a so, great, what a great school. Yeah. I know, it that, it sounds pretty awesome. I, I, Please don't do that. I've always said that they struck me as like a little hippie, but like I'm I'm glad that they're at least trying things. Do you yes. know what I mean? Like no, to, of to, to make things like you feel like he's in good hands. Yeah, yeah. no, definitely we feel like he's in Which, good hands. Which again is like we live in you know an era now where this is possibly overdiagnosed. Not, not I don't want to say overdiagnosed, but like. It's, a lot of things are overdiagnosed. Yeah, a lot of things are overdiagnosed, but it's they in the They have a diagnosis front. for everything. Yeah, you know, there's a diagnosis saying, yeah. for everything. But like 10 years ago or 20 or when we were in school, nobody even thought about this. Nobody knew about it. And so those kids who probably could have used some like gels over the fluorescent and lights. And would have benefited yeah. from it. Yeah, and would have yeah. benefited from it. Now, like luckily, we are in an era where you can benefit from yeah. it. What happened is we were recording. And it was amazing. And we were talking about some great stuff. Yeah. The card apparently was full. John dropped so much knowledge on us. John was like schooling (laughs) us in the lessons of life. And I looked down and I'm like, fuck, it's zero, zero, zero. And so then like we tried to delete everything on the card and the card is broken. And now we've reverted to iPhone uh, being on our iPhone. And like... 10 hours later. But I think this, honestly, though, I'm going to draw it back to parenting. Please do. We've been talking this entire episode about having a plan and then your plan not going according to your plan. And this is what's going on. Yeah. So uh, what we were talking about was the fluorescent lights. We were talking about the fluorescent lights an hour ago when this fucking went wrong. (laughs) Um, John is still sitting here. He hasn't talked. Hi, John. Hello. I'm here. He's still here. He's like, when can I get out? He's like, I hate you guys. Um, but I guess we're going to need to wind it down because uh, because what's gone is gone. Somebody doesn't want us to record anymore. Obviously not. <laughs> My mother-in-law is in town. I need it's to go home. Probably. She's sending signals, bat signs. John's wife is <laughs> like Leave. drowning in a bottle of bourbon. <laughs> yes. So I'm about to go hang out with her. This was a great episode. We I know, and John is like, this has been so lovely to talk to you. From I, I feel like we we try to get different perspectives, but a lot of times there are perspectives. Like, and we always say like, if somebody is listening and they have questions or they have comments, like to feel free to do that. And if you don't mind, if we pass some of that along no, to you, no, if yeah, anybody has questions who are yeah, because I mean you can this. because you do. I mean if you. Especially if you don't have a lot of people around to talk to about it, yeah, it it can feel daunting, and it, it, you know you just you get through it, and you you find ways that that 
your kid's special and you know how to, that you can see the, you can all, you always see the tunnel and there's always light there. You just have to figure out how to find it. And yeah. I, that's, I'd love to help anyone. That... That's an awesome, like silver lining. Like there is always a light at the end of the tunnel, even as daunting as it might be. hundred percent. Yeah. Unless uh, you're in, uh, I can't even make a joke. I'm like so distraught <laughs> about the car. <laughs> The SD card we're talking about. Ah, Not the woman card. The dance card is full, guys. <laughs> the dance card is full. Um, John, it's been awesome having you. We're sorry for all I'm the technical so difficulties. No, this is you, fun. I enjoy this. You've motivated us to, like, like finally to spend actually, some money on this podcast. Funny. And we're and Jews. I don't, like, don't want to get gender it. on our butts, but, like, we're two ladies who are like, this microphone works fine and it does forever. It. And then John shows up and he's like, here's all the things that you could that do are wrong. that are wrong with your yeah, No, no. I <laughs> no, in an awesome way. way. In an awesome way. You've you motivated know. us to take this to the next level. You've motivated Good. me to ask Stephanie to take Go this to the next Amazon level. Go it on Amazon and buy a new product. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and I will write you a small check <laughs> for about a 5% of that. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yes, but we loved having you, and we hope that you didn't hate us. No, this was very fun. Thank you very much. Um, John, I'm going to put you on the spot. Do you like us on Facebook? I do. Okay, cool. Well, then everyone else should follow. or metaphorically. (laughs) No, I do. Hopefully. Yeah. Well, I just met you today, so I, I but I've, I'm friends with you on Facebook, and I do like the... Hands-off the, parents, the, yeah. The so if you are listening so. and you have not liked our Facebook page, you should, because Abby posts a lot of great articles. <laughs> I post nothing, but Abby is really on it. I'm the town editor, and Abby's the town poster. Crier. Crier. Yeah. <laughs> no, I do that, Both too. Both of those things, yes. It's been great glass. to have you. If you want to like us on Facebook, it's at Hands Off Parents, or you can follow us on Twitter, which is at Hands Off Parents, or you can always email us at handsoffparents at gmail.com. I'm Abby. Steph, see you next week. Thank you. You can follow Hands Off Parents on Twitter. Hands off parents, or you can always send us an email at handsoffparents at gmail.com. Or if you look on Facebook, if you're into that thing, you can find us there as well. Hands off parents is Steph and Abby. Mail can.